Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Monday, the 19th of February, 2024. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up slightly to 7,665 points. It was all about profits and many of the big moves came from companies reporting. The Real Estate Investment Trust were easily the worst performers, while the tech stocks and healthcare companies didn't have a great day either. Telcos and financials were the best among the large caps, West Farmers, Rio Tinto and Telstra all did well. Goodman, WiseTech Global and CSL underperformed. Story number two, the latest opinion poll shows that the Albanese government did not get much of a boost from its changes to tax rates, which included more money for eight in nine Australians, as well as a broken election promise. Just one third of voters think they'll be better off under the revamped cuts and the cost of living remains the key concern of voters. Crime and social order have also escalated as an issue of concern, according to the Australian Financial Review Freshwater Strategy Poll. It says that Labor is in front of the opposition on a two-party preferred basis, 51 to 49%. Labor's primary vote is unchanged at 31%, while the coalition dropped slightly to 38%. Anthony Albanese leads opposition leader Peter Dutton as preferred Prime Minister by 42% to 38%. That four-point lead is unchanged since December. One person whose approval rating has sunk is former Nats leader Barnaby Joyce. It's down 16% since late last year, following video emerging of him lying in a Canberra street affected by alcohol and medication. Story number three, Australia's barley sales to China have soared since Beijing dumped tariffs six months ago, highlighting the power of the world's second largest economy. China accounted for 90% of Australia's exports of barley in December, even though the imposts were only removed in August. According to Bloomberg, Beijing is currently reviewing its tariffs on Australian wine, some as high as 218%, with a decision expected next month. While good news for barley growers, it does raise questions about the diversification strategy pushed after China imposed restrictions on a number of products. China's total share of Australian exports fell to an 11-year low of 28.1% in 2022 after those restrictions were imposed. It rose last year to 31.7% as some restrictions were lifted. The record level was back in 2019 at 38.3%. Story number four, Westpac announced a $1.5 billion December quarter profit, but warned that profit margins are being squeezed. The bank has improved its market share of the mortgage market, and the result is in line with expectations. Westpac said mortgage competition is pressuring margins, while more customers are again using term deposits. Chief Executive Peter King also said he expects the Reserve Bank will cut the cash rate within the next year. Westpac's share price jumped 2.7% today. In story number five, Lend-Lease's share price crashed 14% today after the builder, developer and investor cut its profit guidance, citing execution risks. Pre-COVID, this was a near $20 stock. It's now trading not much above $6. Chief Executive Tony Lombardo said the company is midway through a five-year turnaround plan to make itself less subject to cyclical fluctuations of borrowing costs and development, though Clearly, there's still some way to go. One of its problems is it's 
been difficult to get transactions done. Late last year, it did a $1.3 billion deal to sell its master planned communities business to Stockland. Analysts aren't sure that this will be done this half. There are also delays in around $145 million worth of housing in the communities business, and it's struggling to sell a military housing portfolio. Overall, revenue is down and its pre-tax loss widened. But it's not just Lend-Lease struggling in the property area. GPT said it lost $240 million in the December half thanks to a massive $819 million write-down on the value of its commercial property portfolio. It's pretty ugly out there in property land, even if the write-downs don't make too much difference to operating profits. GPT was upbeat on its outlook, saying the interest rate cycle had peaked. Property companies carry huge amounts of debt, so lower rates is definitely good news. GPT has been a big owner of commercial property, but like some of its brethren, it's pushing into logistics or industrial, if you want to call it that. It's also running a 5,000-bed student accommodation portfolio. GPT also owns shopping centres, including Melbourne Central, and that part of the business has improved. Its share price closed down nearly 5% today. That's it for the afternoon report for Monday, the 19th of February, 2024. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Tuesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening. <laughs>